Good evening, ballers. Welcome to the 44th episode of The Step Back. Your host, Leon Tompkins, my main man, Jacob Moses, and uh, here you live Wednesday night back in our regular time. Well, not a regular time slot, regular day. <laughs> Gonna test out this new time, see how it works. Um, we're celebrating week five in the NBA and uh, one year memory of the tragic passing of Kobe Bryant. Um, anyway, uh, how you feeling this evening, brother? I am good. It's comfortable to be back in our regular spot. Um, but it's just crazy. Like you said, in a year now, it's, wow. I don't even know what to say. It's kind of, it's kind of weird to think about him being gone, and you know. But other than that, I'm I'm pretty good, man. Hanging in there. How you doing down there in NYC? Uh, freezing. Uh, it's 30, 35 today. It's supposed to be thirty-two tomorrow. Twenty-three on Friday. So I'm ready to get bundled up and just, you know, hunk it down. <laughs> January finally decided to show up. Facts. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, man, can you really believe that? It's still weird. There's so many things that the dude would have been doing, you know, his impact on the game, obviously it's still felt, but it's different without him being here. So it's, damn, shit is terrible. Everybody thought, we all thought it was a hoax too. We were like, nah, you're lying. Get the hell out of here. Then you start seeing it. We're like, what? No. Damn, man. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where you, like you think it's a hoax because you hear it all the time. And mm-hmm. I thought the same thing, like when Michael Jackson died, like it was mm-hmm. a hoax. But when like TMZ reports it, then you, he's kind of like, well, damn, you don't really, you really don't want to hear it. And you don't want to believe that to be true. But mm-hmm. it, it, it's also weird because it's, it also marks a one year anniversary mm-hmm. of when we did our pilot episode. Oh, shit. <laughs> See my language. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, we, so um, we ran a test, uh, a pilot, sent it to uh, Henry and, and, and Vince in order to have this show come on. Um, big props to them. But we, we did, we, test, we had a pilot run for like 10, 15 minutes, ended it, sent the video, and then about like 10 minutes after that, you told me Kobe died. I'm like, yo, stop playing. <laughs> I'm just, I'm looking at it, I'm like, this this can't be true. There's no way, no way possible. But yeah, it was true, man. You know, Emma's daughter and the other seven passengers, you know, it's, man, it, it's just hard because you're just like, you know, obviously he got stripped of his life, but the, the little girls there, all of them, you know, they had so much in front of them. They had all had bright futures. And just to see it go down like that is, is something you never want to see. And 2020, that, that was the start of 2020. And we all know how 2020 like went, started, ended. It was just a bad year all in all, man. Yeah, the, the, the legacy Kobe left behind was bigger than basketball. It's... I mean, you look at his impact, it was felt throughout sports, you know, uh, Messi, uh, uh, Mookie Betts, you look at his impact in the WNBA, but the, the biggest part, and I think the most tragic part of it was 
you know, knowing that his daughter also perished in the crash because, you know, you're a parent, I'm a parent. It, it's just, yeah. it, it broke your heart. It's hearing all that and, and then knowing where they were going uh, to a game mm-hmm. in, in that in that respect, it's just, Usually, with like most depths, you can. It, it's always hard, um, mm-hmm. but like you have a chance to prepare for it. You know, old age or disease or, uh, you know, it's something that would you know. I, I guess you can make it uh, lead up to it a bit easier, mm-hmm. but. With it being so sudden and obviously the magnitude he had, it it broke a lot of people for, I mean, now you still feel it today. Absolutely. It's, and you just, I hate to think about it, but, you know, what can you do at that point? Just tell her that you love her. It's going to be okay. I mean, but he was with her, you know, so who knows, man. But the, just, it's just sad. But can't deny what he's done in the league, man. We've watched him grow up. 17, 18 year old dating Brandy, you know, cocky kid coming out the 96 draft with guys like Nash, uh, Raheem, Iverson, freaking, yeah, John Wallace, I believe, was in there. Ray Allen, Stephon Marbury, you know, classified one of the best class, if not the best class ever. Um, you never, you didn't know what to expect from that kid, but, and we've seen him watch, like, as a boy, turn into a man right in front of our eyes, you know, going from, like I said, like a cocky kid to a leader on the team, the closest to Jordan, as I will always say, because he studied his game from back to front, front to back. And it was just amazing watching him. And it was just nothing he couldn't do on the floor. And it was his game impressed me, but it was his preparation for every game. He was the first one to go in, last one to leave. He would be the earliest there. You know, getting his 500, probably 1,000, you know, here in the bottom, getting his shots up in the gym. And you hear the younger guys talk about him. Oh, yeah. You know, Dwayne Wade, I think it was on the USA team. They're like, oh, cool. We're going to go, you know, practice. And, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. They come in. He's already drenched in sweat, ready to, like, okay, what's going on? I've been here since 5, 4, 5 in the morning. That's how he was. That's how serious the game was to him. It, it was, It was obviously more than basketball, but competitor the mamba mentality it he embraced every bit of that and even his last game you know granted he he chucked up on 60 shots but hey hey he willed his team to a win and that's what he was about and he wasn't a loser he embodied winning mentality that's what kobe was about absolutely i mean i blame calipari for this you know it could have been a net but it it is what it is (laughs) You mentioned the mama mentality, and you mentioned Jordan. Yeah, I've always said it. You said it. Many people say it. Kobe is the, probably the closest thing to Jordan, as you can see. You model this game after him, and you look at that. It's passing the torch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan passed the torch to Kobe. Kobe passing the torch to LeBron. Although we never got to see that finals matchup, which um, looking back at it now, it's really uh, upsetting. Mm-hmm. But. LeBron's going to pass the torch to someone else in the league, maybe Giannis. We'll see how that plays out. But Absolutely. Kobe also embodied the willingness with his work ethic to pass his, his knowledge on to the younger players. Uh, you, look, you look at Tatum. 
You mm-hmm. look at Trey Young. You look at Kyrie Irving, uh, uh, Devin Booker. These mm-hmm. guys are certified gunners. They're certified killers in the league. If you look at their uh, uh, game-winning shots and, and, and their mentality to close out games. Mm-hmm. Now, and, and you you look at the women, uh, uh, the Tarasi, Jewel Lloyd, Sabrina. He was molding uh, young boys, men and women, mm-hmm. in, in the game to where, you know, it's his lasting legacy will be through these players passing the torch. That's what the, the game is about. That's what sports usually is about, you know, uh, generational talents. And um, it, it, it's just, it, it's still heartbreaking. And, mm-hmm. but watching these players and their tributes and, you know, Trey Young hit a half-court shot, put up the 2-4, and many of the players just switching their numbers after uh, passing, you know. It's it's one of those events where you ask, you know, where you were at that time as, as, as a sports mm-hmm. fan. And like we said earlier, we were just sitting here finishing up our first, you know, just test run, and it was one hell of a way to find out and start. It's... For real, I've, it's hard, but um, and like you said, and I agree with all those points. And you know how we watch Jordan as we're growing up, you know, like the Tatum's and the Browns. That's their Jordan right there, you know. Kobe is their Jordan, and it's just amazing how he was able to take Michael's greatness and then bring it to his own and made it his own game, mm-hmm. and he just. He did it better than anybody else, man. You you can't. It was just crazy how his first number, his first points were at a, at the free throw line, I believe, and his last ones were at the line. That that is just, I still find that amazing. I always love stuff like that. It's, it just builds to the story. But you know, once again, we go back to that winning mentality that he's always had, and. Man, I I honestly wish I could have saw him play live. He's one of the players that you just. It would have been nice to see that. Yeah. It, so it, it also goes, when, how you mentioned that, one of those plays you wish you saw live, that's how mm-hmm. I feel about LeBron now. You got to appreciate greatness while it's here. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as passing the torch, you know, a, a bit of a crossover, you know, you look at football and, and the Super Bowl, Tom Brady, mm-hmm. is he going to be passing the torch to Mahomes? Cause that's what it, it sounds like is going to happen. But mm-hmm. it, appreciate greatness while it's here. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's going along for the ride. I, I think probably my favorite memory mm-hmm. um, is uh, probably the last game. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the fanfare and, you know, and what he accomplished. Mm-hmm. For him to put out that performance, because the previous two years that team was a uh, complete, complete garbage. <laughs> yeah, they were. Man, they were so bad. <laughs> it was, it was funny. I don't know uh, what was it. Was it the Late Show or something like that when he was on the mm-hmm. show and everybody, Jeremy Lin and Jordan Hill, Nick Bust, 
Um, <laughs> Jordan Hill and Nick Young, they all, oh, yeah, we back. The leg of the back, baby. You know what it is? And he's just talking all this job and all this stuff, and Kobe's sitting there going, just looking at his face. And they know <laughs> if he was there, it wouldn't have been happening. Like, why well, are you celebrating over a, a regular season game? Mm-hmm. And his strive for perfection, one of my favorite interviews that he had was when they were up 2-0 in the finals. And he's like, what, are you happy? He's like, what is there to be happy about? The job's not done. Right? And that that right there, it, it just brings chills. To, it just brings chills through my body because I'm just like, man, that dude really I, – I can't even explain how many just warrior, you know, perfectionist, greatness, just guys. That's what you say. That's what leaders say. We're not done. We didn't win anything yet. Yeah, we're up 2-0, but show must go on. We got to still finish it off. But we're going back to my favorite game. This, this, this last one was definitely up there. But him at the Garden when he scored 61, you know, everything went in. I swear it was Michael reincarnated, fadeaways, jumpers in the face, dunks. I mean, man, it, it was just a dude was something else, man. He was a bad man. Yeah. <laughs> How you want it, where you want it. And, <laughs> and you look at his, uh, his finals uh, opponents. He took out a lot of people, lost to a lot of people in his own right. Mm-hmm. Reggie, uh, uh, Ray, Dwight Howard, uh, 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 Dirk. He took him, Chris Webber, that Kings team, although he had some help. <laughs> oh, <I see. laughs> we'll get to that one. <laughs> and, and, and Steve Nash and, and Sean Marion and, and those people. So, I mean, hell, Kobe's a legend killer in his own right. Oh, yeah. Put some respect on that name. But, you know, it, it, it's a guy that with global, global pull, pull across sports. You, look, you go over to the Philippines, they got complete murals of him, you know, basketball courts dedicated to him. It's, I mean, one of a kind. We'll probably see, you know, it's passing the torch. That's what, what it's all about. And appreciate, mm-hmm. appreciating greatness. While it's here. While it's here. Mm-hmm. That's why I really, I honestly, much as I put on that, I hate Jordan. I liked him. I like. I liked him as a player. Gianna, I'm do. Hold on for a second. Gianna, come on, come on. Not right now. Not right now. But um, that was coming. But like I was saying, God, they just really hate when they do that. Um. Where were we? Oh, like as much as I say, I just like Jordan. Like the dude was great. You know, he killed the Knicks. He killed my Knicks every single year. But it was just something about him that it made you want to be like Mike. Like I took his fadeaway. My go-to move at the end of every game, fadeaway. Because you know damn well it was good. But you started to appreciate him. And the work that he put in, it was amazing, man. Just how he can go about his day and just be great, like everything, well, besides baseball. <laughs> but <laughs> but he was pretty much, when he got on that court, he was a certified killer. He wasn't there to be your friend, and that's what I kind of miss about those days. It wasn't about friendship. It was about when I get on that court, I'm here to beat you. We might talk after handshakes, but when we get on that floor, it's no hugging. No, and that's how Kobe was. And he wasn't there to be your friend when he got on that court. He wasn't. He was there to win. And he was there to be the greatest player he can be. And that's what he did. 
and more players need to really do it. Uh, you're starting to see it. A lot of players they mm-hmm. do it, like Kyrie. I, Kyrie took it hard. You know that was he that did. was one of his biggest, if not his biggest, inspiration. And he has it at the end of games, man. I I will give him that. Kyrie is a killer when he gets to he gets to move. As you can see in the 2015, was it 15 or 16? Uh, 16. Yeah, okay. 15 is a bad year for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when he gets there, he gets in his little groove. And Kyrie's hard to stop, man. And he attributes that to the Mamba mentality. He definitely has it. And it wasn't all about having the Mamba mentality on the court. It's also in life in general, you know, to be the best at everything. Honestly, I use it every day. You know, I step in my office, do what I want to, like, as I start my day I try to put myself in a certain mode where I'm like I'm just going to be the best at everything and got to be competitive about everything because you want to be the best that's how you get to where you get like you got to be the best at it you got to be good like your job you know Leon Tompkins who they call on weekends because they know who's going to get the job done Leon Tompkins absolutely of course they know what it is I mean but yeah man I'm definitely going to miss Kobe man because that's a lot of memories. <laughs> you, yeah. you, watched a, you watched a lot of him, man. <sighs> yeah, absolutely. And, and we mentioned before, I mean, I love his willingness to, to mentor the younger players, unlike his, uh, his longtime <laughs> teammate Shaq. My, my man is going G14 classified with, with Mitchell and, and Gobert. And, and he's just pulling no punches. Can, can you – understand why Shaq needs to double down uh, on Donovan Mitchell? This I didn't get. First time, I'll, I'll let it slide. But Shaq, you, you're just overdoing it now. Like, now you're just trying to, I understand you're trying to motivate, but it's to a certain point when you sound, you start sounding like a hater. I mean, I'm pretty sure he, I wish I can, I'll look it up maybe and catch it before the show is over, but I'm pretty sure people had their doubts about him. And what do he what do he have to do? Prove him wrong. But for you to not just uplift people, dude, you're one of the greatest players of all time. Why are you especially he being a guard? I can go bear, yeah, whatever, because he's a center. It says sell sounds like you're hating, but Mitchell, what did Mitchell do to you? I don't get it. He's like, Oh yeah, I just want to see you be great, but now you're just overdoing it. Uh, I'm not a fan of what he's doing now. And what what's the purpose? I mean like so so he goes out today and says, well, yeah, um, I know greatness when I see it. You know, the LeBron, the Currys, and, you know, you got a G14 classified. You got to Google him. Like, all right, we know you're great. You show off your rings every time to Barkley. We, we get it. You don't need to, 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 to tear down others to uplift yourself. We already know how great you are. The point is to mentor the younger uh, uh, players. Provide some, if you want to provide constructive criticism, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, what are you going to learn from you? How to shoot free throws? <laughs> exactly. Like, like, come on, man. You don't need to, to go through all these great lengths to, 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 to downplay everyone else. It, it just doesn't make any sense to me. No, it doesn't. He... And like we attributed, um, we talked about last week how LeBron and Durant, you know, they just they backed Mitchell up because they're just like, dude, we have coaches for that. 
And but to call a guy basically say after seeing what he did in the bubble, like why you didn't say it then? I mean, I saw greatness at that point. Him and Murray, they just yeah. went at it. But to really say, oh, you know, you don't have what it takes to get to the next level. That's kind of wild. He's yeah. only 24, 25. Like, what? What are, you, what are you talking about, guy? I mean, you didn't win. Let's, let's be real. You helped Kobe, but you needed Kobe. You needed Wade. You needed a guard to kind of help you there and winning your chips. So you can't go around like, like you're all high and mighty. But um, you had Penny Hardaway. You had great guards all throughout your career. So let's not. And yeah, then Peacock. Kind of, yeah, I just, I'm not a fan. I just have to say this one. He just, well, I know what guards, I know the great guards. Of course, you played with Jordan, you played with Peyton, you played with, you know, like I said, Penny. I mean, mm-hmm. all those 90s guys. I mean, you've seen how great the, that guard play was. But don't, don't, come on, don't shit on the kid and what he's doing because Mitchell's a great player. And any yeah. team will like him. Yeah, yeah. Him and him and Barkley just seem to pick and choose where, where they want to go. Like Barkley going at KD, which KD clearly remembers. So mm-hmm. it's like it's just the older generation. It seems like every sport just shitting on a younger generation for no reason. You got bad flips. You got sidearm passes. Like you know, it's a new day. It, you know, let's. Let it go, man. You, you, your time is up. Appreciate the young ones. If you want to provide some, uh, some, uh, some mentorship, that's great. The team does it. He's out here teaching. He does. He's out here teaching dream moves to everybody. I mean, fortunately, <laughs> and B then did it. No. So. Yeah, it, B got it. I mean, I mean, yeah. Some guys can do it. Some guys, Dwight Howard can't. But that's what we mean, though. You sit, like, guys will listen to you if you give them a shot. And especially Embiid and Hakeem, you know, being from where they were, they had that connection. But that's all it takes. You know, come on, Shaq. Teach somebody, like, instead of – he used to shit on Dwight Howard, too, I believe. Yeah. Why Why not, you know, take him under your wing? He was in Orlando. You were in Orlando. You had that connection, you know. But – um. And why are you even talking about guards? Like, what? You didn't play that position. So, who the hell are you? Like, Gobert? Oh, you mad because he got 200 and something million? Like, I I get maybe because you're mad because you didn't make that in a single contract in your career. I mean, you had the, you had your shoes, but you do. You had movies. Shaq Fu. I mean, Shazam. I, you had everything. Like, what? I don't get what the hate is about. I mean, he got his money. Obviously, he's an anchor in that defense, and he got he, he earned his money. I mean, it sounds like that's exactly what it was. Henry made the same point in the comments. It's mm-hmm. it, it has to be the money. I mean, you look at the times, you look at the game. These guys are making money being specialists. While Shaq, I mean, granted, he had to put some of the worst work ethic. Came in out of shape. Mm-hmm. Kobe had to whip him into shape, <laughs> and then get mad at Kobe for it. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, let, let's not act like, you know, we're high and mighty, you know. It, Shaq is probably, you know, in the top 15 all time, but a, a lot of this I, I still believe is uncalled for. Mm-hmm. And here we are where everybody did shit on Dwight because he, he was soft as Charmin sometimes. <laughs> and, and we're talking about Kobe. He, he thought he was tough. Kobe was like, soft. <laughs> soft. <laughs> but, um... 
but yeah, Shaq need to stop it, man. Just uplift the guys. Up, just uplift and appreciate these guys' games. Because as I've gotten older, I started appreciating it. Yeah, appreciating the game more. Because you see games like the Mitchells and Murrays going at it. You know, maybe that's the Isaiah Thomas and you know Magic duels. And this time, you just mm-hmm. you don't know. I mean, just appreciate it. You know, you got the big guy. We talk about the big men there. Appreciate the Jokic that you have that, you know, they're not all about getting down low and that's it. These dudes can step out and shoot and beat another one. He can step out and shoot. And, you know, maybe we have one traditional big man. I'll say Drummond's more a traditional type. He he needs to say that way because I saw him shoot a few, a few threes and good Lord, I don't know what he was no. doing on that one. Don't Don't no. try it again. Keep it to yourself. Put it in your pocket. But like I said, just enjoy the evolution of the game. Because that's where it was going. Absolutely. And speaking of the evolution of the game, again, passing the torch. Stephen, up Stephen, Stephen Curry mm-hmm. going moving in the second place. Um, passing Reggie Miller. If anybody saw the video conference between Reggie and, and Steph. It was really wholesome. Uh, Reggie congratulating Curry on all the work he put in. And Curry didn't have as many games. Mm-hmm. You know, about five, four, five hundred away from Ray Allen for the top spot. Probably gave it about three or four years. But um, it, it was really heartwarming to see mm-hmm. the exchange between Reggie, his son, and, and Curry. Um, Curry kind of went through this uh, hero-villain type deal. You know, he mm-hmm. came in as a babyface hero, won three wings, became a villain, lost Clay. Now you can see him through struggle. He's becoming that that hero again. And, you know, I always appreciate the work he put in. Um, it's just like probably the greatest shooter I've ever seen. If you... You know, he had the ball in his hand, half-court shot. It's just outstanding, the nonstop movement he has. And, mm-hmm. again, appreciating greatness while it's here. Curry is definitely a uh, generational talent. And oh. it, it was really, really uh, great to see between Reggie and uh, Steph. I definitely agree. Of course, me. I was happy as hell he passed Reggie Miller. Knock him. <laughs> Any pink he can get knocked down on him makes me happy. But, no, seriously, though. All daddy taught was jumpers. I mean, you you know what that's about. I mean, yeah, I use it with Duncan Robinson, kidding me, but, you know, Stephen Curry, that's it. That's the original. Because his dad was a great shooter. He just uh, clipped it. Like, it was nothing. Because the stuff that he does, he's able to shoot, like, off any kind of dribble. He's able to get it up there quick. His release, you know, it just hurts as one pick away. You know the story about that. I don't got to go over it. It hurts. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Man, but yeah, it was just, he's so great at everything he does, the handle, you know, not a bad defensive player, but shooting is his expertise. And he's going to, he's coming for that. He's coming for Ray Ray, you know, and that's, he's going to be the greatest shooter. I don't care what you say. I don't care what old, you know, old time is, you know, no, he, Reggie Miller was good. No, Stephen Curry's better. I'm sorry. The, Reggie wasn't doing the stuff Stephen Curry was doing. I mean, him and Clay just have this camaraderie on the floor, and two just great, great shooters. 
and they're you talk about mastering the art of it they've done it mastered it wrote a book i mean just everything those and Stefan, he just knows <laughs> he just knows how to shoot that's but the respect like you said uh passing the choice to his son because he idolizes Stephen Curry. Like that I love yeah. seeing stuff like that because that you never know. You might be the next generation. You talk about the next generation, you know, Reggie Miller's son. You got Kenya Martin's son out there, you know, trying to do his thing. You know, Gary Trent Jr. And a lot of players are coming up that saw their dads doing the same thing. Now they're trying to be, you know, transitional players in their own right. And you never know. But you can't deny the Stephen uh the greatness of Curry, man. Yeah. It, do you see now going with the evolution of the game? Mm-hmm. Ray got three thousand, uh, damn near three thousand threes, just because he was that damn good. Reggie Miller, I probably could have got more, but Curry was different because he handles the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, he's gonna get his regardless. But do you see anyone coming close uh, to? Uh, I guess Reggie. Uh, we'll use Reggie for, for for instance. I could say Damian Lillard. I could say the way if he barring any injury, I think Damian Lillard can do it because he he can light it up as well. Um, Clay, you know, I would have said Clay, but I don't know how these last two years are going to affect him. Um, Mitchell takes a lot of threes, but he he got there. He got to 600 pretty quick. Once you start hitting these numbers pretty quick, it's just about, you know, keeping consistent and staying healthy. So Lillard is usually my top. Lillard and I would say Mitchell are my two. If Clay gets back, I'm not going to put it past him to get up there because let's be real, man, he scored like 30, what, 37 points on quarter, something like that. So the dude, he can light mm-hmm. it up from beyond the arc. So – it's going to be real interesting. Yeah, knock Reggie down a little bit more while you're at it. Um, I mean, hell, Duncan Robinson knocked down 255 in, a, in the season. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I don't think he's going to be close. But I can see someone like Trey Young, if mm-hmm. uh, someone real sneaky, like Buddy Hield, might mm-hmm. might get in there. But it's a hell of a lot of threes to knock down. I know. And <laughs> I, I, I think it'll also – I also think it'll be harder because I, I really think they're going to institute a four-point line mm-hmm. at some point where guys just won't be able to take as many threes mm-hmm. as opposed to the as opposed to a four-point uh, shot. So, I mean, now yeah. Curry catches it, he he <laughs> might keep it. <laughs> he definitely because <laughs> he, he, yeah. he just gets it all so fat. You would think you have more chance to block it because he brings it kind of low, but how quickly he gets it off is just amazing from anywhere on the floor. Even his pregames are just crazy. He just, ah, ah, shoot from the tunnel. I know it's going in there. (laughs) When you just start knowing, shooting from that distance, knowing they're going in, man. It really is some of the most impressive stuff I've ever seen. And <laughs> Henry calls the four-point line a step line, which you know what? It's <laughs> pretty damn true. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> well, Trey taking half-court shots, Willard taking them. So, I mean, I really do think at some point a four-point line is going to be instituted. Oh, absolutely. I can see it happening. 
Uh, week five. Some more somber news because Felipe, you know, mm-hmm. is this Siaku Smith? That's how you say his name? Oh, yes. Uh, Siku Smith uh, from Smith, yeah. NBA TV. That, mm-hmm. is, that is wild because I, I was watching the other game. night on Saturday night. Um, I forgot what game I was watching, but, you know, he's long-time NBA lifer, um, respected in the business. It, it just, again, the suddenness of, of all this and taking COVID, you know, taking COVID seriously. It's, mm-hmm. I, I honestly hate to hear stories like this because there's it, nothing you can do. Nah. Take all the proper precautions and, and it, it, it's a rough go. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's just crazy. You can't do anything with the underlying issues, man. Once it gets you, you just gotta, you gotta fight and pray that you can get through it, man. It's just definitely not a joke, though. Yeah. I, I just saw him the other night and, you know, it, it, just so sudden, just like, you know, again, we mentioned before with Kobe, you know, you just see the person and then, you know, there's nothing you can do. And well-respected in the business. Um, condolences to Mr. Smith's family and, and his loved ones. Um, I'm sure he's going to be missing the game. Absolutely. <laughs> 20 uh, starting off shitty. Yes. Yeah, Hank Aaron is <laughs> again. Yeah, uh, and, and those guys covered it really uh, lovely the other night, Monday night. Um, Dong City, mm-hmm. French Mercandetti, Henry Maldonado Jr. They covered it real well, going over all his accolades. Facts. I mean, that damn near took ten minutes. Uh, the show. <laughs> damn right, it's black excellence. Yeah, it, it was well worth it, and what those I- guys do a, a a wonderful job there. You catch those guys Monday nights, 7 p.m., Baseball Life, uh, Donk City. Sir, our boys. Um, week five in the NBA, uh, you got your Knicks gear on. They, they're looking. Should they got to they got smack back to reality. Back to reality. Oh, there goes the Knicks. But, um, but that's fine. I mean, you – I kind of expected it. You got to be realistic about these things. What's the most important thing in the NBA today? Guard play. We don't really have consistent guard play. Alfred Payton, he's he's going to get you whatever he whatever he brings to the floor. Um, I'm kind of over him. But, you know, quickly, I know a lot of Knicks fans, they want to see quickly start, but there's a reason for that. You know, don't try to push the kid in the fire yet. Let him come off the bench, get comfortable, and when it's time, you know, make the move. But we don't have consistency anywhere. We got it in Randall. Robinson's been doing okay. Knox, I don't know what's going on. Tibbs got to get his rotation situated. You know, we're not even seeing Frank too much anymore. When we needed defensive stops, he wasn't on the floor. That's kind of that kind of got me thinking, like, what the hell is he doing? But I mean, the Knicks, like I said, we're still oh, what is it, one game on the 500, maybe two. Right. Yeah, but, hey, I'll take that right now because we were headed for the lottery pretty much, and they're playing harder. I know, oh, Tibbs, oh, he's going to run them to death. Listen, if RJ's okay to play, you know, 40 minutes, if he's still doing it, let him play. You know, you got to let these guys play. You're not going to, oh, coach, I want to sit down. I'm like, He'll rest them if you – but they did. They played so hard. They were sucking wind by the fourth quarter. Yeah, they were real. done. 
Yeah, Austin Rivers, he he had a good game. Maybe you stick him in a starting lineup just to see what he can do. You know, he is a he's you know a two guard, so if you want to call him that. But you gotta you gotta see what you can do. You know, put Frank in there. Maybe use Frank in quickly. I mean, Burks was off too, which didn't help. You know, and plus the Jazz are a hot team, so you oh, yeah. you had to expect that. And Gobert, you see why they paid him the money. He locked the paint down. Mitchell Robinson needs to really watch some tape and, I mean, really study him because I think he can be that, you know. He can be a Rudy Gobert kind of guy, shut the guy down. You're not great offensively, but you can shut down the paint and you can be a presence. You can be a presence everywhere on the floor. But like I said, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with what they're doing. You know, I think they'll get better. Just stay the course. I mean, maybe make a trade. I know you heard about the whole Rose thing. Um, like I said, if we can get Peyton for him, yeah, absolutely. Because then you can maybe start quickly and let Rose play the backup because he can't play more than, you know, 25 minutes. And I saw he was playing in Detroit, but I don't know. Tibbs might have a, a vision in his head. MVP Rose, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it to yourself. But all in all, I'm I'm happy. I mean, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, you should be. You're going out to the West Coast, the – even the bottom teams of the West Coast, you know, the guard play there, they're, they're pretty decent. You know, De'Aaron Fox lit them up. Uh, and you ran into a really hot jazz team. They now win as a nine straight. But, well, like many in the comment section, Henry and Chris saying, they're really positive with the progression of the Knicks. Mm-hmm. You, you mentioned Derrick Rose. Um, you know, Lonzo Ball seems to be uh, – another guard that seems to be in play. Mm. You know, I, I, I like Lonzo Ball. I don't know if – depending on what you give up for Derrick Rose, it's not mm-hmm. awful. Mm-hmm. And I ain't giving up any picks. I'm not, you know – Man, they give up a pick, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> I mean, if they can ship Dennis Smith Jr. out – Oh, that's what God, I'm saying. God, you know, God bless you. <laughs> Uh, the only time he's going to be getting is uh, when he was on the court with Obi having a dunk contest. That's the only time you're getting. Because your right. ass is stuck to that bench. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, Derrick Rose or Lonzo Ball can, can probably propel them to uh, probably another level, not much greater. But, again, contention for that play-in tournament. And mm-hmm. as long as you're not mortgage in the future, mm-hmm. uh, Mitchell Robinson looks good. But, I mean, the, the, the Knicks – uh, Next, a positive. Yeah, they finally got something to build off of. RJ, Mitch, you know, quickly. Maybe Knox. Uh, the jury's still out on him. I would have rather had Michael Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. That's the jump. But you know, you got to see what these kids can do. And well, hopefully Tibbs gets his. Now I I I, I know about Tibbs. I wanted him for a reason of the toughness. But his rotation's got to get not even tighter. You got to loosen it up because everybody got to stop playing. You can't wear these kids down you know, towards game 40 or 50, and then they're really trying to take that next jump and maybe get into the playoff spot, and they're playing like broke dick dogs. You can't you can't do that. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. But Tibbs has them playing, so I'm happy at it right now. Let's see, let's see where it goes from there. I'm not going to dig into Tibbs too much because he has actually started the culture change for this team. Will he see it through? We'll find out. <laughs> Henry mentioned in the comments uh, if they get rid of DSJ, uh, we have to fight with J. Cole. I mean, 
can J. Cole take that roster spot? We've seen his, <laughs> we've seen his uh, video. He can shoot the ball. <laughs> All right. Get DSJ out of there. Um, Brooklyn, big three, making their uh, uh, their rounds this week. Miami against Miami. Uh, I like what I saw this weekend. Um, they're gelling together. Kyrie took over a game, and James Harden decided he wanted to take over a game. Ten in the fourth quarter uh, for 20 points. Um, they played some defense. They played more of that smaller ball uh, that I suggested with Jeff Green and Kevin Durant uh, in the front court, really moving the ball. Um, the chemistry is getting together. Uh, you hear talks of Drummond. You hear talks of McGee. You can always find the center being bought out or, or, or somewhere on the waiver wire. So mm-hmm. I'm not too worried about that. Um, uh, but so far, I, I like what I'm seeing. The, these offensive guys, they're efficient. I mentioned it before. You look at it like they're like KC, the, the, the Chiefs. Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey. It's going to take a lot to stop them. Um, you change your game plan because of it. And now that I've, I've seen some effort on the defensive end, mm-hmm. this Brooklyn team, it, it, it's, I think it's really going to take off. Yeah, they're scary. I mean, let's, let's be real. I mean, you can give the ball to three dominant players when you need a bucket, and you watched it. Kyrie, dribble, 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 boom, 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 bucket. KD, thank you. Uh, boom, 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 mid-range, bucket. And then, you know, James Harden, he'll get busy, boom, 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 step back, book it as Ian Eagle say, Ian Eagle say. Um, but yeah, there's nothing you really can do about this next team. And once they get it going, and it was all about chemistry. Any big three you've seen, it was about chemistry. Warriors, whether it be the Warriors, the Cavs, well, the Cavs didn't really have a, well, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. They had a big three. You know, yeah. going back to Boston, they needed that time to gel. In that term, they're going to be the same. But I still think they need that inside presence. I mean, DeAndre Jordan, he is catching lobs. He's catching lobs and pretty much playing adequate defense. You can't can't hit him for that, but you do need another dude down there because apparently they're going to need him for the playoffs and his playoff moxie. You're going to have to – you're going to have that. But from what I've seen from the Nets game, from when the Knicks are off, obviously I watched the Nets or something just to see what they're doing. That team is going to be hard to stop, man. (laughs) It's going to be hard. I don't know how Milwaukee's going to stop them. I don't know who can really check them. It's going to be real interesting come the end of the season. Uh, agreed. And from what I uh, we saw uh, against those teams in Miami, Bam Adebayo really took that next step as uh, that GOAT. He can be that number one option, that go-to man. Uh, scored 40 on Saturday, scored another uh, – 29 on on Monday. We're missing a lot of weapons. Bam Adebayo is showing that there is a return of the big man. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, it, it. I mean, it's really outstanding to see. I mean, he was knocking down threes, mid-range, uh, improved his free throw shooting. I mean, there's almost like nothing on the court he couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's amazing, man. Another one, Clint Capella. 
you know, he's a more back-to-the-basket kind of guy. Did he have, like, a 29-20 game or something like that? Did he have a triple-double? Did he get one? Yeah, he had a triple-double, no, triple 10, uh, 13 points, 19 rebounds, 10 blocks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we and we talked about the Hawks. And I said that was one of the best moves they made because now you got the guy with John Collins, with Trey, with Gallinari. You, uh, that team, man, they, they should go places. But right now he's averaging, let's see. Oh, I'm looking at him. Oh, no, 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 no. Let me see what he's averaging. In week five, 22-18 forwards and one steal. Jeez. And to go with 5.5, five, uh, five and a half blocks. I mean, and another one, my guy DeAndre Ayton, another traditional mm-hmm. big man. He just happens to have a mid-range. But he's another one. He puts up the numbers. Twenty. He was averaging... 12, 11, and one block on the season. But now, since week five, 22, 14, and two assists with two blocks. I mean, so the big man isn't dead. Obviously, you got Yoke and B who pretty much are changing the game as they go. But you have the guys there that you want to build your team around. I mean, the big man isn't dead. It's just in the transitional phase. That's how I look at it. Yeah, absolutely. You you mentioned Drummond, you mentioned Gobert. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's plenty of Oh, solid big men around the league. That's why Brooklyn has to come back and find one. I mean, mm-hmm. Jared Allen took took that next step. Uh, Anthony Davis, I mean, he's taken a lot more threes this year. Mm-hmm. But y- you already know what uh, he's about as a, as a world champion and, and all-around uh, fantastic player. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's definitely a return of the big man uh, coming this year. I mean, something Shaq might uh, be happy about. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Embiid and uh, Jokic, player this week's player of the week, um, well deserved. Uh, leading my fantasy team to greatness as I go undefeated, <laughs> uh, Jokic. So all great here. Um, you mentioned Murray and, and, and Mitchell. Those guys were in an early season slump. They seem to be breaking out real, real, uh, uh, seem to be breaking out early, as well as Mike Conley. Um, like what I seen in there, Michael Porter Jr. came back. So, yeah, he's in the fold. Mm-hmm. And Malcolm Brogdon is, is doing his thing. Oh, yeah, he is, man. He's being. He's the play. Good defensively, shoots the ball, great leader on the floor, smart. He's he's another one of those guys, man, that you just always want on the team. Indiana, you know, they continue to be solid. That's what they do. You know, let's not forget the return of John Morant. You know, mm-hmm. always praise that kid. I mean, what can't that kid do on the floor? It's like a freaking pogo stick when he gets there. Hops, gets your guys involved. Um, you know, these kids got uh, Morant. He's he got next. You know, you talk about Mitchell Murray and all those guys. They got next because it's. Basketball is going to get real interesting. Hopefully the Knicks got quickly and we can get one of those guys. I want to see some excitement at the guard position for once. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely on the way. Um, you know, even in, in this upcoming free agency, you know, you look at your man, uh, Dinwiddie, corner store, he, he'll be available. Mike Conley will be available. So 
I mean, there's options if they want that veteran presence to uh, lead this young group. Mm-hmm. But um, it, like you said, it always starts at the guard position. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't. I don't want them with it though. Talk too much. <laughs> um, give me Conley though. Con- Conley worked, worked Peyton <laughs> quickly. <laughs> She's like, you think I'm, you think I'm boss right now? Nah, buddy. She's, I, I wouldn't mind Conley either. But like you said, like we always say, it's a guard world. Let's see who gets it though. That's what it takes. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. Um, mentioned the uh, ladies before, uh, free agency coming up, uh, starting you know to circulate around February first. We got some moves going around. Uh, Candace Parker, longtime LA Spark, mm-hmm. she's going home. Pointed, you know, Dwayne Wade. I hope it turns out better than Wade. Um, she goes to the Chicago Sky and uh, forms a big four with Vandersloot, uh, Quickly, and Diamond the Shields. So mm-hmm. It's nice to see. Um, Sky has some championship aspirations. Oh, for real. Um, and then we got Nika. You said it ain't better than I do. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Ngumukwe. Yeah, yeah, there you go. She resigned. I believe with the Sparks. That's good. You know, multi-year deal. And like I said, it's gonna be a lot of movement. So let's see what these let's see who moves. But Chicago's looking good. I'm not even gonna lie, man. You talked a lot about them last year, but this that's gonna be a team to watch. Obviously, when you some you have somebody with the pedigree of Candace Parker and what she's done around the league, multiple time champion. Did she finally get an MVP? She did. Okay. She has one. Yeah, so, so I mean that's and you put them with the Quigley and the other girls that they have on the squad, it can happen. Yeah, um, that's a lot of firepower there. They're dealing with over there. Um, mm-hmm. Vegas, I still think has the most firepower with Can- uh, Cambridge and oh. the reigning MVP Asia Wilson. But you know, Chicago's a force to be reckoned with, and the defending champs, the Storm. Uh, you never count Brianna Stewart out. Um, Sue Bear may come back for another season, so we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes. But, Absolutely. you know, yeah, ladies doing their thing overseas. Uh, we'll continue to uh, highlight their um, various performances throughout the, mm-hmm. throughout the year. Absolutely. Uh, bring some highlights. So, uh, good stuff to see over there. Absolutely. Oh, don't forget Kayla McBride signs with the Minnesota Lynx. Uh, she averaged 12, 2, and 4. You know, seven-year veteran. She played mm-hmm. the last, and maybe that that might be a big hit for the Aces. It's, you know, but let's see. Let's see if they can, you know, get her production somewhere else. But let's see where the ladies go, man. Absolutely, and, and you know, again, that's what you know. Colby wanted to focus on the, mm-hmm. the women's game. We're we're uh, looking at, at you know the various movements and the the. The game that, that that's going on overseas as well. So mm-hmm. glad to focus on 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 these ladies. So yeah, we gotta do more stuff. of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Wendell Carter Jr. out four weeks. Another Chicago season. Another Wendell Carter injury. 
Mm-mm. He's like he was turning the corner too, man. That's, yeah. that's the bad part about that. But luckily they got 80 power forwards, man. Laurie Marker and you just, hey, come on down. Right into there. I mean, hey, they got him. They they got the other, I forgot the other guy on that name. Hutchison, I believe he's a powerful. Yeah, they, uh, Gafford. Gafford, there well, you go. Yep. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of bigs. I don't, I don't know if they're any good, but. Um, <laughs> nah. I mean, they're looking at guys like Lonzo Ball and trying to shift Kobe and Levine down a spot, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure how Lonzo will work out there. Maybe they'll try to push the pace some more, but mm-hmm. taking a ball out of Zach's hand seems a little That's so weird. Yeah, but I mean, he's gonna get his numbers anyway. But I, oh, I, I still like what I still like what Chicago is doing. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah Chicago offense is something you know, like you said, very rare to see, but mm-hmm. um, they're making strides. Oh yeah, for real, they definitely are. You can send Zach over this way though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I ruined them. <laughs> no, but yeah, they they'll be okay. I mean, the Wizards—they got me all kind of messed up. Oh man! Speaking of the Wizards, uh, Westbrook and, uh, and John Wall got into it last night. I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't much. Nah. But it it was more, I guess, the uh, trash talk and. Mm-hmm. Westbrook's trash shot going on. We're just looking bad. Beal might be on the block. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you see Beal being moved anywhere? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it, I know he wants to be a, a team guy, but you got to think in the back of his head, listen, I, I need to go to a winning team. So I can see him moving. I, maybe the Heat. Because you know that he are looking for that third star. And you know Pat Riley, how he operates, man. When he wants something, he gets it. You know, Oladipo, there's been some talks about Oladipo, you know, actually going because February 1st is when, you know, guys that were acquired, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. they can be traded. Right. So, but I, Bradley Bill, I don't know what they, I, hey, I would give up a Duncan Robinson and maybe a Tyler Hero or something like that for Bradley Bill. I'm sorry. Yeah, they, they had your runs to the finals, but Bradley Bill is Bradley Bill, and we all know the league is about big threes now. So, what's another one in Miami with Bam, Jimmy, but he's been injured a lot this so far. Um, what's another three with Bam, Jimmy, and Beal? BBB, Triple B, so we ain't talking about balls. Uh, I, I I hope he doesn't go to the Lakers. Because I, I, he, he goes to the Lakers. I mean, they're pretty much potent as it is, but they really be unstoppable then. Um, they can give up a Kyle Kuzma and Quentin Tucker and a bunch of other guys and, and be fine. And not to mention, you know, Beal would be there for two to three years. It's it's very scary to think of. True. But, uh, I, I don't think that happens. I, I still think it stays a number in Washington, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to be. Huh? It's just, it's just they got rid of Wall. You know, now they're gonna try to max out what they can get for Bill. You have to. You got Denny now. You got a lot of young guys. You got Hachimura. Just gotta figure out your guard situation. I mean, damn sure don't have any after Bill. No. Hey, Smith. <laughs> so, Gary Payton. 
what do you make of Westbrook struggled? 163 points and 163 shots. Man, we 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 know he's inconsistent as all hell. I don't know what he's trying to do. Dude, just feed yourself up a beal and you know set up other guys. You know, take 10, 15 shots a game, maybe. You know, get to the rack. You know, don't stop stop playing your game. You know, you're a slasher. We all know you can't shoot. I mean, sorry, you can get mad all you want, but you can't shoot. It's just you're taking your team out of a lot of games. And with the Wizards team that's supposed to be, you know, decent, I didn't say they were going to be world beaters, but they should definitely be better than what they are right now. Um, yeah, you can't you can't do it. It's nice that you get your triple doubles and stuff, but you got to – you got to set these guys up. You got to set these guys up to succeed. You know what it, you know, he knows what it takes to win. He's been on pretty successful teams. And like the way he plays, I'm not sure he can play another way and be effective. Mm-hmm. So that, it sounds like a, a, a crisis, a crisis of conscience. So, Mm-hmm. The only way he can improve is to improve his shot. And I don't – if it hasn't been consistent by now, it damn sure won't be. It ain't, it ain't coming. <laughs> Maybe it can get a little bit better, but marginally. Nothing too crazy. But, and, and granted, the roster around him is not, like, much better, but his game hasn't really translated well here, but I, I thought it would as opposed to – in OKC, so there's still some time for the Wizards to to crawl back into that playing uh, position, but they're definitely running out of time, and uh, Bill might be running out of patience. Oh, absolutely. Well, um, oh, yep. <laughs> Chris Williams, <laughs> he needs the audio from that exchange. I think we all do. <laughs> well, I was going to hear that. <laughs> this is double back from Felipe Lucio, co-host of Total Bases Podcast Sunday mornings uh, over in Baseball Life. They also had an episode last night reviewing Kurt Schilling in well Ooh. his oh okay sorry exactly uh, <laughs> his uh, omission from the Hall of Fame and now being written off the ballot at his request. So they touch on that uh, last night if you want to catch that on uh, Spotify or Anchor by subscribing to the Life Group Podcast Network. Do it. But he talked about um, like how we did that plug. That was fire. Uh, <laughs> um, he said that they're still going through that acid bath erasing that Jim Boylan stint. Yeah, Jim Boylan was all kind of dookie. So, um, you know, mm. sucks for you. Sorry I, was holding my, yeah, I was, sorry, I was holding my nose for that. <laughs> like a New York City sewer. But, you know, with Billy Donovan, you know, I think he'll clean things up. But you know, yeah, Westbrook got to get it together. We want to see that Wizards team do well. Cause you know, they got a lot of great, good players on there. Well, it sucks with Thomas Bryant. That's going to be big. Hurt me and my fantasy team. But, um, yeah, they, they still can turn it around. They're still early in the season. I don't like, you know, putting death wishes and putting the death touch on a lot of teams. That is too, it's too early to do it. But you got to clean it up, though. Well, let's see. The, we know what Russ can do. I think he can turn it up. He can reach that next level and get his team going. Let's see that OKC Russ again. Absolutely. Uh, LaMelo Ball, talk of, uh, well, of course his dad's gonna say he's not a role player. 
You should be <laughs> in the starting lineup. Charles winning some games. Gordon Hayward's looking good. Uh, a few game-winning shots under his belt. 40 spot the other night. Should LaMelo Ball be in the starting lineup? Not until you can move Rozier. Because he's a better, right now, I think he's still a better player. You know, better defensively. You just, same thing real quickly. You don't want to put these guys in the positions to fail. He's succeeding right now. Let him live off that. Let him rock with that until you can maybe find a, a Rozier replacement. Graham, you know, you still got him there. But, you know, everybody thinks, oh, he's the third pick. Wait, third pick? Yeah, third pick in the draft. Oh, stardom. No, it doesn't work like that all the time. Plus, he's, he's, he's doing okay. It's you got successful guards. Graham is the only one really underperforming. So what what are you gonna do? You're gonna take Terry Rozier out, playing well, just for Lamelo, and then what is that gonna do? It does nothing but kind of don't you know don't try to change what's not broken. You know. I mean, I like Graham. I, I like the progression he made last year, mm-hmm. but I I also think he's been exposed with more time this year. And LaMelo gives them something. I mean, granted, his defensive uh, intuition is, you know, a bit shaky. Mm-hmm. But he brings something to that team as, as a flair. And it's, you know, it, it's exciting. And I oh, think yeah. it, 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 it motivates the rest of the team. I, I think at some point he's going to have to be in a starting lineup if they if they yeah. want to to – Make the playoffs and show his progression, but um, I, I can see it for right now why they don't do it. But mm-hmm. I, I think within the next, you know, five to ten games, they really want to make a push for this playoff spot. They they got to put him in the starting lineup. Yeah, I can I can see it happening. Like you said, Gordon Hayward's doing his thing. You know, he's looking like the Gordon of old. He's taking a stranglehold on that leadership position. That's what he came in there for, and he's playing. Out of his mind. He's playing like Gordon Hayward pre Boston. <laughs> yeah. Utah Gordon. But yeah. Utah I, Gordon. Mm-hmm. And this team is that team is really fun to watch, man. They PJ Washington, you know, Mello, Hayward, you know, the Martin boys, uh, grandma. I want to see him get it going because he could fire it up. That that's one person I will keep my eye on as a buy low candidate if I'm the Knicks, Fonte Graham. He can be a big time player. I think it's just he's get he's getting lost in the shuffle, and sometimes that can hurt a player's stock. But I would definitely try to buy low on him. Um, but yeah, that team, Malik Monk, if he ever gets it going again, I mean, that team, that team has the talent. We, I can actually say, Michael Jordan did something right as an executive. <laughs> but go ahead, MJ. You finally did it, man. You. I can't. Shocking, shocking, man. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, some positive news. Uh, my man, Karis LeVert, successful surgery. Um, still out for the foreseeable future, but yeah. uh, uh, but the kidney has been removed and, and mm-hmm. no further treatment needed. So hopefully he's on the men back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good pickup for Indiana. Him and Miles Turner. That, that team is looking real good, and uh, I'm I'm excited to see their uh, his success. Hopefully, it won't come at Brooklyn's uh, expense, but um, Harris <laughs> is a good 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 player, good net, and 
I'm 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 glad to you know he got his money and yeah, everything is working out for him. So, mm-hmm. but something positive, you know. Definitely, just to go back to the Lamelo thing from Chris Williams, senior. Mm-hmm. He said Lamelo isn't the type of player that you can handcuff. I I do get it. I absolutely get it. Why draft him at number three if you're not going to do it? But like I said, it goes back to what you're not going to mess with what's not broken, you know. But to a point, five or ten games, you're going to have to throw him in there sometime. And you know LeVar isn't going to be quiet. <laughs> He's never going to be quiet about his kids. Let's be real. Hell that's, no. That's no. him. But, yeah, we'll see how it goes. You know, it's still young season. We got a lot of time. There's no need to, you know, jump the gun. I'm pretty sure as soon as Rosia starts struggling, it's going to be LaMelo time. That kid can, he can ball. Upon the Absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, I know I had something else. I, I just, I just drew a blank. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Jalen Brown, uh, dropped a 40 spot. So Boston's looking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was looking good. The Clippers, they're doing their thing, even with, uh, uh, Kawhi and PG out this past game through the health and safety protocol. So they're going through the motions. You go again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh we got a few quotes, Leon, from John Wall and Russ. We got from What's Aaron? John Wall. He said, trash talking. That's what two competitive guys do, which is true. Russ been kicking my ass for years. He's a hell of a talent. Russell Wilson, no, excuse me, Russell Westbrook, he says, I don't start talking shit. I defend myself. I don't allow people to say anything, especially when I know the facts. We played him again. So John Wall knows he's been getting his ass kicked. He's showing respect. I know I'm pretty sure it's more of a respectful banter between the two. And plus, they got traded for each other. So there you go. I mean, a little bit of, a little bit of smoke, nothing crazy. It's not the gun yeah. smoke we always talk about. I mean, that's, that's a little toot toot. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, n- n- nothing crazy. Nah, not yet. <laughs> nah. Uh, Chris wants to bring up uh, Braided Mellow. <laughs> My guy. My guy. He's looking uh, – he had a drop 20 spot past two games, so he's looking looking decent. I just dropped him for my fantasy team, though, for uh, Bellinari. So, I mean, he, he's doing his thing this year, except in the bench role. Yeah, absolutely. Nick for Nick. I mean, former Nick. I mean, Mellow. Always respect the guys. Nothing I can – one of my favorite players. You know, one of my favorite Knicks all the time. You know, the only man with the heart to take on the New York burden. And every every loss, he was there at his locker, taking every question. He didn't hide away from it. I think more Nick fans need to put respect on Mellow's name. You know, granted, I didn't want to see him come there the way he did. But when he got here – he tried his best. He he gave us a couple of playoff appearances. You know, he gave us the Knicks tape. I mean, he gave us the 62 game at the Garden, which was just mm-hmm. great. I mean, once he hit that half-court shot, you knew that night was going to be special. I still would have mm-hmm. let him go for like 80. I would have. But, um, yeah, man, Melo's against a great talent. And it's another one. You got to appreciate greatness when you see it. I mean, one of the best mid-range jumpers ever. I mean, his move, his jab step, I mean, Jesus. Don't get no better than that, man. Just jab, jab, jab. You know what he's going to do. But 
when he gets hot, it's it's good to see. You know, would I want to see him on the Knicks before he goes? Absolutely. I want to see, you know, have a little nice role. If he doesn't want to chip, come back, retire as a Nick. I want to see that. You know, talk about transitional. That's Bernard King now. Yeah, if you're a Nick fan, you know about Bernard King. That's pretty much mellow. Um, yeah, man, I'm just I'm glad he's doing okay in Portland. You always want to see players like that do well. After what happened those last few years, he wasn't, you know, getting any play in the league at all, not getting looked at by mm-hmm. anybody. He's got a chance, and I want to see him keep moving up on the scoring list. Absolutely. So, for this week's Catching the Body, uh, <laughs> we're going to go through the Kobe mixtape. <laughs> to Dwight Howard. One of the most embarrassing things Dwight Howard probably had to go through in his life. Look at it. Yeah. Among other things, man. I'm, and you you can see here why Vladi started flopping because he <laughs> caught a facial hair. But um, we're going over the Kobe highlights uh, visual if you're on audio only. You can catch it on YouTube or in our Facebook live group, Ball With Life. I mean, you talk about one of the best series, like that Sacramento LA series was some of the best, man. Love Yao Ming didn't want to smoke. Look at Tino Mobley. Oh. Look at Yao, I don't know what he was doing. Kobe said, you better get the hell out of my face. Mark Mad Dog Madsen. Look, look at this classic. Man, this is great. Yeah, yeah Michael chill. Okafor, just nah, yeah. chill. No wonder he was so bad. Kobe was chill. Like, get the hell out of my face. <laughs> Take your ass back to UConn. Yeah, you know, Jaron Jackson uh, caught caught the uh, facial hair. I think Jerry, I think three J felt that one. Absolutely. <laughs> Todd McCullough. Oh Lord Jesus, help him! Hey, I hate this series, man. That man, y'all had just, no chance. No. Yeah, ain't had no chance. No. Oh man, he, he just looked at him. Is that Troy Daniels? Is he right? I mean, Troy Daniels is, is on. Well, that's Antonio Daniels. Antonio, every, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. But he, he seems to be on every crossover mixtape. So. Oh yeah, sense. he was. He got crossed twice. Chill. See, this is the this is the Afro Kobe, number eight Kobe. I mean, Jesus. Look at him doing work in BK. See, doesn't matter. Kobe's worldwide. Is that, is that who I think it is? Yeah. Is that Gerald, Gerald Wallace? Wallace. <laughs> you know, and, and it's funny. He was supposed to be like one of these Kobe stoppers, the Ruben Pattersons, mm-hmm. the Shane Battiers, and Are you just forgetting? like him, fail. <laughs> Kobe stopper, Kobe stopper, Kobe stopper. <sighs> nah. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Why he do that to Sabonis? Why he do that to him? You know he can't move. Yeah, you know what? It's so nice you're going to run it twice. Yeah, yeah. You definitely got to do it. Look at yeah, he nuts all in his face. Maybe that maybe that was yeah. the maybe that's when Dwight Howard kinda went sweet on us. Yeah, I, I can see him taking that personally, man. But <laughs> these player, highlights man. are really something special. Mm-hmm. What a player. It's crazy. Vladdy Dotty. Speaking of flops, you see that the flop Gary Trent Jr. <laughs> I said I had to send it to you. Right? I'm like, what is going on? I mean, like he an Olympic guy. He said, "Hey," and then shy. He just looked at him like, 
Yo, what are you doing? What did we do that at? Maurice Terrell yeah. highlights. But yeah, man, I don't know what the hell. They need to stop. Like, Embiid, you touch him, his big ass falling over like you freaking shot him or something. Like, you need to stop that. But yeah, just seeing these great series Kobe had to go to, you got to think, he went through the Duncans, that Kings team, one of the best teams that never won a championship. The Mavericks, the overpowered Mavericks, you know, with Dirk and Nash and then Nash and Amari. I mean, Kobe, he slayed them all. And then the Nets, you know, pretty much they had one of the most rounded teams coming out of the East, couldn't get it done. And that was that. The 2000 Water Lake is pretty much the, you know. Yeah. Thousands. And it's funny, like, and, and, and Reggie Miller, I go back to that game four. If he hits that uh, three uh, to take to take game four, that series goes 2-2 two, two instead of 3-1. I, I think we mm-hmm. might have a different story, but mm-hmm. hey, what are you going to do? Yeah, there's nothing you can do. But, yeah, it's nothing like seeing the Nets get dunked on by greatness. Man, kiss my ass, man. <laughs> Hey, hey, we dropped 61 on us, so. Yeah, I didn't notice it was a James Posey signing in this uh, clip. Where? Uh, he was on the Nuggets. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Look at Brian Grant. Look at that. That was the the Portland Wee Blazers, as we call them. Everybody always got busted doing something. Yeah, man. I mean, that's just, you know, 2000 basketball where we – you know, grew up on for the most part, you know, <laughs> high school and whatnot. And mm-hmm. Kobe's inducted to the Hall of Fame, supposed to be this season along with KG and uh, Tim Duncan. So, man, uh, that sucks. That, it, that. In the memory bank. For real, man. Always going to remember those. I, I got to go back sometimes to even just watch them, watch those games because they were always just good. You know, you had your blowouts, but usually they had great games. And Kobe, man, it just sucks that he he won't be there to, you know, get on that stage and, you know, have his speech with KG and Duncan, who he has plenty of battles with. And it's just sad, man. That's all I can say about that one. It's just sad. It it, it really is, man. Um, but you know, brighter days are, are, are ahead for most of us, you know, 2021, hopefully the vaccine and guys, uh, people, fans attending games, we might have an all-star game. So there's, there's some positivity there. Um, you know, all-star voting starts tomorrow. So get your votes in. We can probably discuss that at some point. But, you know, it, NBA rolls on. We're going on to week six next week. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Uh, yeah, I guess that that wraps us up here. So, um, again, catch us uh, Wednesday nights here, seven o'clock. Gonna try out this new time. Uh, catch us next week. We'll recap week six. Uh, again, Monday nights, Dong City Baseball Life, Henry Maldonado Jr., Vince Mercandetti. Tuesday night, the Audible. Uh, Recovering, recapping, I don't know, sorry, previewing the Super Bowl. Mahomes, um, Brady, uh, 7 p.m. Football Life, right back here next Wednesday. Thursday, work shoot wrestling broadcast with Jason Brooks, Corey Richmond, Royal Rumble this coming weekend. Sir, 
Skull Edge. Nah, man, you need to stop. Yeah, I'll bring it home, man. You need to stop. That, that ain't happening. I mean, it would be nice if... Um, it would be. It would be some freaking bum. <laughs> I mean, I can see Keith Lee, though. I see. I would like that. I want to bask in the bask in the glory. Absolutely. I would like that. They need to actually push him and get it right. But I'm not gonna bash WWE too much. Mm. Get that enough. <laughs> Catch those guys Thursday nights, wrestling life, uh, 7 p.m. Sunday night, uh, Sunday mornings. Uh, Total Basis podcast with Felipe Malicio, Sean Flannery, covering your fantasy baseball needs. Uh, spring training in a month. Catch those guys. Do an awesome job. And uh, yeah, any parting words for audience, Jake? As usual, thank you guys for your contributions to the group. Thank you for tuning in, whoever tuned in. Um, catch the other groups. Uh, let's keep it rolling. Let's keep it fun. We got to get some more members in here. Let's keep it. Let's grow it as much as we can. Um, that's pretty much it, you know. Thank you, Kobe, for everything that we've we've seen from you, you know. Giving us your your life's work, seeing you on TV, seeing you off the court, on the court, um, contributions to the game, you'll never be forgotten. You know, as he said, Mamba out. I think Mamba too went out too early, but can you do that's life. You can't can't judge a lot. It's the Lord's work, as I always say. But but it's another episode, my guy, LT, step back, 44. I forgot to say it, the John Wallace edition. Thank God you're going to say Keith Van Horn. Man, see, I didn't think of that. <laughs> I, that was good, my man, Keith Van Horn. Nah, but that was, <sighs> man, that was my guy. Shut up, Leon. <laughs> John Wallace. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, I, I, actually, I actually saw him uh, back when, uh, a few years ago, when mm-hmm. the All-Star game was in Magic yeah. Square Garden and they had the festivities. So mm-hmm. I got an autograph on him. He was, he was cool. Saw him and Mitch Richmond, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that picture. Took, uh, you talk about a shooter, <laughs> Miss Richmond. Watch some tape on him. Rock. Yeah. Facts. That, that uh, I'll tell you one thing. That that guy was built. So. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. And handshake was and handshake was firm. You know. Stand for road, you Mitch Chill. You ain't gotta live up to your nickname. <laughs> God damn, you done broke my hand. <laughs> <laughs> <I> sue your <laughs> ass. <laughs> Oh, man. But yeah, man, it's been uh, fun. Absolutely. And, and thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs> the Obama edition, you know. Yes, sir. Get to drop the mic on him. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Making, but... making us lose viewers now. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. But uh, you can catch the Kobe highlights on our YouTube channel on the Life Group podcast. We'll uh, pin this video in the group. And uh, thank you guys again for tuning in, for listening. And catch you guys next week and ball out. All right, I got to take two for 18 off now.